And welcome back to the Man Cave. I am your host, Devin Jennings. And wow, week one of the NFL season did not disappoint. Starting with Thursday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys visiting Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. And of course, going into the game, everyone thought that the Cowboys were going to lose the game, which they did. But this game was not really about them losing, but it was more about how they played. And going into the offense... Dak Prescott right now has my vote for comeback player of the year. Why? Thursday night, he threw for 403 yards, three TDs. Yes, threw one interception and finished the game with a 72% completion rate. For a guy that hasn't played since last October, he looks really good right now. Overall, the Dallas Cowboys offense looked pretty good going into Thursday. You could tell that their game plan was if we're going to beat the Buccaneers, we had to throw the ball. We had to get the ball to our playmakers, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and every now and again, let Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott run the ball. Now, moving over to the Dallas Cowboys defense, overall, they played a pretty good game as well. They did force Tom Brady to throw two interceptions, but I noticed that their secondary was a little bit suspect. And I say that because, yes, they did force him to throw two interceptions, but he still had a field date with their secondary, throwing for 379 yards and four TDs. But even with the impressive performance of Dak Prescott and a stellar performance by their defense, the reason why they lost the game was because of their special teams. Their kicker missed two important field goals that could have forced Tom Brady to go downfield and score a touchdown over just getting into field goal range and kicking a game-winning field goal. Now, moving over to the Buccaneers, overall, I don't have too much to say about the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers did what I thought they would do. Tom Brady, a year older, and he is still out there doing the same things that he's been doing since he entered the NFL. The only question I have is, will they be back-to-back champions? Which, that is hard to do in the NFL. Looking back at last season, they were the underdogs. No one didn't expect them to even make it to the playoffs but they did going into this year they have a target on their back and everyone in the nfl is after these boys moving over to sunday my pittsburgh steelers traveled to buffalo to take on the bills and my biggest question is going into the game were are we going to be a pass heavy offense this year is our offense going to be the old Steelers offense where we could run the ball whenever we want to. And from what I saw on Sunday, the answer is still no. Even with that revamped offensive line, I did not see Najee Harris get as many yards that I thought he would have. I did notice from Sunday's game that our offense is falling back into the same habits as last season. Last season, they would not put up any points in the first half, but come out in the second half and put up 20, 30 points, which during this time in the NFL, you cannot go an entire half without putting up any points. When we play teams like Kansas City, Baltimore, and even right now, the Cleveland Browns, you have to put up points in all quarters of the game. But of course, we can already tell that if we're going to win any games this year, it will be on the backs of our defense. Sunday, T.J. Watt, Cameron Hayward, Cam Sutton, Minka, all those boys played a fantastic game. They only held the Buffalo Bills to 10 points in the first half. 
And what I like about our defense is guys make plays without making plays. For example, Cameron Hayward. On Sunday, he had 12 QB pressures. That goes a long way in determining whether you will win or lose a game. Moving over to the Buffalo Bills, their downfall for the game was penalties, penalties, penalties. The entire game, the Buffalo Bills offensive line collected six holding penalties. But my takeaways from this game is Pittsburgh, they need to fix their run game. They have to. We cannot have a season like we did last year where we throw the ball the majority of the game. We need to score in the first half if we want to keep up with these others, other teams moving forward in, in the season. Now moving from Sunday afternoon, let's talk about the Sunday night game between the Los Angeles Rams and the Chicago Bears. Personally, Matthew Stafford is my candidate for MVP right now just because of how well he played on Sunday night. During his time in Detroit, I thought, how come Detroit wasn't a dominant team? Was it because of the team itself or was it because of Matthew Stafford? And turns out it was it was the um, Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford had an amazing game thrown for 321 yards and three touchdowns. If the Los Angeles Rams can stay healthy, I believe their offense with Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods, and Deshaun Jackson, combined with their dominant defense of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, I believe that the Rams could potentially win their division. Now, talking about the Chicago Bears, the biggest question that everyone is asking, how come Andy Dalton started over Justin Fields for this game? Is it because they was trying to save Justin Fields from Aaron Donald? Or is it because they felt like Justin Fields wasn't developed enough to start him? I can't answer that. Only Matt Nagy can. But I do believe at some point during the season, they will start Justin Fields. But until then, I believe that the Bears will not have a good record as long as Andy Dalton is starting as their quarterback. Going into my week two predictions, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. And I am picking the Steelers to win this game just because I believe that our defense can hold the Raiders long enough from the scoreboard that our offense will get it going in the second half to come out with a win. Then we have the Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens. As of right now, I am picking the Chiefs to win this game just because of how dangerous Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill are. Right now, the Ravens secondary is kind of injured due to the ACL injury of Marcus Peters and the injuries due to their original three starting running backs. Overall, I think this will be a close game but I am still picking the Chiefs to win. And to round out my week two predictions, we have the Titans traveling to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. If the Titans can get their run game going again with Derrick Henry, I believe that they can come out and upset the Seahawks. But until then, I believe Russell and the Seahawks are going to win the game. And before I sign off, I am bringing a new segment to the podcast called My Bad Bro, where I will be saying my bad to a few players out there that I believe would not have good games. For this week, I only have two players, 
and I'm starting with, of course, Saints quarterback Jameis Winston. During the offseason, when we all found out Drew Brees retired, I thought that the Saints were going to go out and find a quarterback instead of picking between Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. And once I found out that the New England Patriots let go of Cam Newton, I said that the Saints need to go out there and they need to sign Cam Newton. And when the Saints named you the starter, I still had doubts about you. But you proved me wrong on Sunday. Sunday you threw for 148 yards, 5 TDs, and a 70% completion rate. Jameis Winston, my bad bro. That's on me. Keep up the good work. And I also have to give a my bad to Steelers cornerback Cameron Sutton. During the offseason, when the Steelers was deciding to between to keep you and Mike Davis, I was hoping that they would keep Mike Davis. Because I thought you wouldn't be able to live up to our Steelers defensive hype. But I was wrong. Sunday, having five tackles and one of them coming at at a fourth and one that led to us taking the lead in the fourth quarter and two pass deflections. Cam Sutton, my bad, man. Keep up the good work. And that is all the time I have for this week. Tune in next week as I give my week two reactions and my week three predictions. Everyone have a great day.